Man, I'm just so glad that we never got Andrew on the show ever. I know. I know. I'm so tired. I don't know if like we could have him on. No, I know. I I know. I promised to have him on like for five, seven episodes ago. But you know what? I'm I'm actually pretty thankful that Andrew's not here. Wait, what's the title of this episode again? Hello. Oh Oh my my God! God, It's Andrew Orsi. (laughs) I didn't mean anything of that. Whoa! I'm gonna remember that forever. (laughs) (laughs) So the day you die. (laughs) <laughs> Andrew Orsi is on the show. Yay. Yay. I don't know if you kept up with the podcast, but I promised like six or seven episodes ago. I'm like, I'm going to get Andrew Orsi on here. Yeah, I want to say sometime in September you said you were going to get him on. Yeah, I was like, in the next five episodes, Andrew Orsi will be on the show. And uh, through my fault and your schedule, yeah, uh, it hasn't happened. But Andrew, you're here. I'm here. Yes, dear viewers, Adam lied to your faces. Don't forget about that. But I am here. <laughs> yeah. Uh so, before we get into anything, I want to get into a special uh version of this which is Adam and Andrew's album updates. Whoa. <laughs> so how did you do that special voice effect? You're so the budget has just I increased know. since the last time I was on here. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I want to get into it with you because uh unfortunately you will not be appearing in the Christmas episode, which is, you know Christmas album. Christmas album. It's an episode. Christmas episode of Adam's music. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, literally, Andrew said, I'm sorry, Adam, I'm too famous, can't do it. No, but what I, said. <laughs> I do want to get into it with uh, you as well because all the viewers have gotten into you know the, the likeness of viewers, listeners, both things. Uh, the Christmas, the Christmas album is going as it is, things are getting done. Andrew, your music, how's it going? We want an update. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a Christmas. Well, it's a ho- I guess it's Christmas. It's a holiday EP that will be coming out. Six song EP from Black to Gold. That's uh, uh I'm not going to lie directly to the listeners' faces. So it's oh. coming out sometime in December. That's sometime. that's what I'll say. Depending on distribution, it will release at some point in December. <laughs> See, I'm. We're- Pretty much the only one in this room that can understand that. <laughs> like sometime to set because I'm gonna guess that there's some covers on here. Yes, there's a couple. Yeah, and like a yeah. few. Obviously, like holiday songs, you have a better chance of them being like non-licensed because a lot yeah. of the carols are just sort of generic. But of mm-hmm. course, we are pretentious and picked none of the basic holiday songs. Yes, <laughs> I, and that's the thing. It's good, but at the same mm-hmm. time, difficult. Yeah, I remember last year when you did uh, Last Christmas for for mine, I had the first heartbreak of just like, oh, yeah, we're licensed. Like, mm-hmm. cool. We'll get back to you on that. I'm like, what do you mean you'll get back to me on that? We'll get back you to mean you. mean it's not releasing yeah. immediately? Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> like, why don't I just pay the license? And you like, no, no, yeah. there's, there's we're going to do some things. Things need to be signed. Yeah, things need to be signed and all that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Fun I fact. Yeah. One of the songs on Black to Gold's Holiday EP is last christmas oh, is boy. it oh. and it is my it is my first ever uh song that i arranged for the group that we are putting out on one of our releases so Ooh. that's very exciting that is exciting i actually cannot wait to hear that yeah. i i still say it to this day i did you dirty on the last christmas <laughs> of last year's i'm just like because because that's the thing i still stand by it that i gave you such a challenge where just like a little chill 
last Christmas, you know, because last Christmas isn't really much of a chill song. You, yeah. you can make no. it chill, but I definitely gave you the challenge there. And I'm just like, you did everything you could <laughs> and you killed it. Yeah. But I was like, man, I did him dirty. I really did him dirty. I think you both well, did great. Well, we, we won't hear me redeem. Redeem. I literally blanked on the word redeem. <laughs> I don't know how to talk anymore. Um, <laughs> I will not be redeeming myself because I'm not the soloist on this. Oh, <laughs> well, you already redeemed yourself on the last year, so it's yeah, fine. It's um, <laughs> can we find out who the, is the soloist? It's going to be Steffi. Steph is going to take it. Good. So she's. She loves, I mean, she loves a good 80s power ballad the way I do, so, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Passed it off to the right person. So you're not going to say the exact date because you literally, you you just can't give it. Correct. Yeah. Ideally, we would love to have it out at the beginning of December because uh, we're doing an album release show for it in on December 3rd. That is a nice. date that is locked. So yeah. December 3rd, if you're in New York City, come see us. Oh, um, where at? At the Green Room 42. Ooh, I wish I was Sunday there. Matinee. <laughs> I um, yeah. can't. So that'll I'm be in... our like release show. Hopefully, oh. the EP is released by them, but we'll see. Yeah, because <laughs> um, like uh, this is just some like inside baseball stuff, I guess, for the listeners. But like, what when did you like release it? Like, when did you put it on distribution sites? Not yet. Oh, you haven't At yet. Not, not, not yet a clock. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> no, we don't even have all the songs mastered. So I don't know that Ooh. we're going to hit the front of December, but it's OK. Because yeah. we a lot of stuff, like all the recording is done in house mm -hmm. and you have to get six people recorded on every song. And there's a point where it's just like you do the schedule as fast as you can. And yeah. then you release the album when we're able to. So if yeah. it's a pre-release celebration show, then it's a pre-release celebration show. And that's totally fine. There you go. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just um. A lot of times when you're recording music or even just trying to organize it, it's not as simple as just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get everything organized and go do it. Um, you know, uh, again, I asked um, Andrew if he like wanted to collab with this. Uh, and I even went in with like, hey, just say no to this because it's so last minute. And even like two months out from release yeah. is last minute when it comes yeah. to vocalists and organizing music. It's not like a podcast where it's like, Hey, you want to come on the podcast? It's just more of like, Hey, you got to organize everybody yeah. in on this. So it's like super last minute. Um, and it said, Adam, no, what are you talking about? No, absolutely not. We're not friends anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just want to get everybody's like hopes down. Like Andrew's not on the Christmas album this year, unfortunately, but uh, that's because organizing music is harder than a podcast. Very mm -hmm. challenging. Yeah, and you have six people to organize. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get trying to get those schedules together, like because we are we're now like trying to book. I mean, we're trying to book gigs just in general, but it's the holiday season, so you have kind of the most opportunities for gigs in the holiday season sure. for like live music and. Just trying to find any day where all six of us can do it is always yes. terrible. And 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 that's the thing. None of you work full-time jobs on top of this. So it's super no. easy. Yeah. No. I definitely personally don't work three jobs. What? What? <laughs> is that true? All year long, baby. Oh, my God, dude. I have burned out at least four times this year. Honestly, 
I I tell I I'm telling people right now that it's like all of December once um like my my album's gonna release December first, but once it's up, once it's uploaded, I am stepping away from music for a month. Like all of December, mm-hmm. I'm like, cause there's there's times where I'm just like, yeah, I'm I'm reaching my breaking point from like a full time mm-hmm. job organizing this um with there's gonna be nine people on this album something like that yeah there's gonna be nine oh. collaborations yeah um so it's just kind of like you know what we're, we're just gonna take a step back i'm 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 done for a little while but yeah yeah that that's just it but andrew that was oh wait anything else for for album update that's, no that's it we're we're, yeah. we're out of album update. We're out of it. <laughs> Goodness gracious. There it uh, is. But Andrew, you might recognize it from Rumor Alert from Games Groceries. Uh, Basically, yes. Adam found okay. one effect on our soundboard and didn't bother learning any of the other ones because that's his favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. Because once I found I said, all I need is a reverb, just a hot reverb, and, a reverb. and I'm good. He's like, he's, call, this is perfect. Yeah. This is all I need in my life. You know, call, call me Post Malone because I love me a good reverb. <laughs> Boy. I've noticed I that. I might have to leave this podcast right now. Goodbye. Oh, <laughs> I've noticed that with a lot of um, Post music. It's just like his, his music has heavy reverb like mm. just a yeah. lot of reverb like listening to it back i'm just like there is a lot of reverb like he relies on it i'm just like wow okay but if it's i mean i guess you know maybe it becomes your thing like the way t-pain like relied on autotune t-pain's exactly. a great singer yeah, he didn't he, need it so it was clearly a choice yeah he, he proved it a lot i i remember he said mm-hmm. in an interview that like when he tried to release songs that weren't autotunes like they just bombed like yeah. he, yeah. like he just, I can sing, I can do it, but then people will go crazy for the auto tune. He does it in such a creative, re- uh, creative way that it's just kind of like, yeah, stick to it, you know. And same thing with Post Malone. Like, hey, if you like reverb, go and do it. Um, or for me, if I like being in my own tracks as you know the director slash writer slash actor, then that, you know I'm just gonna stick to it. Yeah. But that's the other thing. Andrew, I wanted to get you on here because you were the star of Boss Battle. (laughs) I don't know. I would would say I was like the secondary (laughs) co-star. There was another voice that had a lot more. No, we're not going to worry about him. Marcus, (laughs) Marcus who? He's just on every track, but. Marcus, the coolest bass voice in the world. Graves, that's that's what I call him. No lie. When I mixed his voice, I noticed something. I was just like, I never really noticed this before. And I I texted him. I was like, Marcus, can I tell you something? He's like, what? I'm doing the EQ or voice. You have the same audio frequency as a kick drum. (laughs) And he's like, I I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, definitely. It was like really scarily similar to a kick drum i was like oh well you learn something new every day but like i've eq'd his voice so many times but like that was the first time i noticed like it's because like i have the drums in there i have the toms i have the kicks and i'm like doing those eqs and then i see his voice i'm like huh (laughs) never noticed that it's the same thing but you were there (laughs) you were also there i sure was yeah uh, I interrupted the victory fanfare. As I, you do. 
I wrote that and I was just like, you know what? Like, this is still a Castor Garden album. And I still want, like, it got a little too serious after a while, like too epic. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need to break this up a little bit. It's still a Castor Garden <laughs> album. I'm like, Andrew, again, last minute. And I was like, Andrew, do you mind saying a line for me? And you just absolutely just nailed it, man. I, I had to say that. If you want to know context on how that line, the four takes that I sent you, yes. was me sitting in the corner nook of a and b in upstate New York with my parents in the no room way. across the hall, just <laughs> into my leaning into my Mac going, oh, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, no. That's even better. I I noticed you were really close to your mic, but I like I didn't know it was like that far. My goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, like um in um yeah, the the noisy neighbor, the first track for Fuel by Friendship. Uh mm-hmm. Brian uh Brian McGinn's texted me like, "Hey, we can do it now." And like I was about to shoot an Evolt video. So, like, I had my mic in the hallway in front of my bathroom. So I was just, like, crouching down in my hallway, just, like, saying lines with Brian McGinnis. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> it's just like, I hope this is sounding good because I don't know. I don't, oh have, I don't have a headphone monitor at all. But yep. you you killed it, though. Like, you did everything <laughs> I, I wanted and more. That's so fun. Like, I that's the funny thing about, I think, people glamorize art and the creation process of art, but there's so much of it that's like, I'm crouched on a shoebox in the corner of my living room because this is where it doesn't echo. And there's a curtain, there's a blanket hanging beside me from like the lamp. Like it's (laughs) it's nonsense. (laughs) Do you ever find that feeling that just like, and I'm sure every artist feels this way. Do you ever feel like um, you put all this months and um, work into yourself and all the breakdowns just for it to end up being like, 15 minutes of music right like about that and then people just consume it in 15 minutes and they're just like that was nice on to the next piece of music and you just like put so much into this like yeah i guess so (laughs) next one like you ever feel like yeah i do feel like that sometimes i think it's why i like learned as an artist very early on to like just not worry about people's response to it. Yeah. Like, yeah. is it is it the piece of art that I wanted it to be? Then I've done my job. It's not my job to tell people how to react. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's my job to complete the artwork. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because if I worry about what they're all, I mean, first of all, with the world of the internet, you're just going to, you'll never have any mental health if you worry about what everybody yeah. thinks about you. Exactly. And, and second of all, it's just like, you have no control over it. You yeah. don't, you create the art and they react because every human's individual. And like, that's why I've, I've had this conversation with my group before, like when we're talking about doing something and they're saying like, I want it to be this, like, I want them to feel this. And I'm like, you can't, you can't tell them what to feel. And but they're younger, about that. though. They're in their 20s. How, yeah. does it make, how does it make you feel? Yeah, they're younger. And yeah. they're like, a couple of them are like very like social media generation, did mm-hmm. not really do theater. So it's like, oh, I think they have a different yeah. art perspective than I do. Yeah. yeah. My thing is like, I just want to do like a music video mm-hmm. of like our Bjork song. And I want it to be the weirdest music video. Yes. I want like abstract nonsense. I don't want any audience member to walk away understanding what happened. <laughs> And they're just like, and like when they are pitching a music video, they're like, I want to look hot. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) If the goal is to look hot based on my opinion of myself, I will never succeed. So, like, that's not going to make me feel great. (laughs) No. 
Can I just say that you're still how how long have you had this mustache for? It's probably almost a year now. I was yeah, about to I say. So. Can I just say you've been rocking that stash like hard, like in a really good way. <laughs> like you, you nailed yeah. that stash look. I think I struggled with the full like stubble and or beard look. Like I tried a beard at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That was it was terrible. <laughs> uh, it literally looked like there were parts of it where it just looked like somebody had like glued pubes to my face. Oh, like, no. it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then I said, okay, we'll keep it like a tamed, trimmed kind of like stubble layer and that was better and i did that for a while but like mm-hmm. it never quite connected to my hairline oh, no and there are like little holes down here that just don't fit and so i just and i'm sure other people don't see them the way that i see them yeah. but i would just look yes. at those and i'd be like i hate this yes yeah. oh my god but the mustache i feel good with so i have stuck with it it's good it yeah, looks good looks on you good. man really good yeah <laughs> it's like i know yeah and I it's noticed... also fun for when i'm hosting um like when i do my like zoom my job where i host like team building events on zoom um if we're doing a murder mystery event oh. i will say all right now i'm putting my detective hat on and i put a mustache filter over my mustache <laughs> <laughs> it's my little dad joke that i do for myself does anybody else like laugh at it or they usually giggle yeah. oh good good they don't they don't laugh as much as i do but that's fine. It's for me. <laughs> this is about me probably... i can't worry about how what they think about my art i just there you me. go there you go no it's, it's definitely funny you say that not well funny in a way of like mustache filter but like um it's, it's funny they say that, like i you don't control what other people react to because once again every single that i put out um i pitch it to spotify to get on a playlist and then once again, put out 34th Street. It's a single that I put out today. And once again, did not get on Spotify playlist. It's like one of those things where I'm just like, it's like a slight bummer in the way of just like, oh, damn it. Didn't get on. But at the same time, it's just kind of like, okay, so I haven't reached that level yet. So let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Go to the next single, which by the way, the next single that's going to come out November 17th uh not getting on a playlist i did do a pitch i pitched to spotify that thing is not ever getting on a spotify playlist no it's um not because it's bad it's not bad it's um i took a recording a little trippy i took (laughs) i went on to the library of congress and i found a 1922 recording of a voice actor pretending to be santa claus hiding in a phonograph and I wrote some music around it, like a small little part. There's even a part where he, he's saying that, like, you know what? I will come out to visit you after I've had a bath. A warm bath. <laughs> a warm a bath. A warm bath. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did it. He's like, I don't mind getting dirty. I just, I don't mind getting <laughs> dirty because it's something I would hate to miss. And it's so. Oh, no. It's I mean, so I love that. That's what I mean. I was just like, I love this. I don't care if it's not going to, you know, I, I got pitched it anyway. I'm like, yeah. what if they like it? That thing is not going to go on a playlist. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just this thing. It's just like, if it doesn't get on a playlist, if people don't listen mm-hmm. to it right away, there's nothing you can really do about it. It's just kind of like, okay, oh. on to the next one and to the next yeah. one after that. Um, I'm just excited for what I'm putting out. Like, I'm, I'm just like, do I like it? I do. Yeah, I, I do exactly. for the most part. Um, but yeah, en- enough enough about music. This isn't... About, uh, Andrew, you're not on here as like, oh, musical guest, Andrew Orsi. You're on here as Andrew Orsi. 
our buddy. Because yeah, <laughs> once again, I don't think you've kept up with the podcast. Because did you know that we're moving back to Pennsylvania in March? <gasps> I didn't know that. Like, I know you had like discussed it as a possibility. I didn't know it was like set. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Back. We Woo-hoo. might actually shake hands for once. One time. But that's it. <laughs> Never <Just> again. <laughs> it's all right. You could ask my friends. That's about how often they get to hang out with me anyway. <laughs> Honestly. No, it's just like we, we almost did. We almost went to Long Island Retro one time and then something came up. I think it was just another last minute plan that it was in Long Island. You were still in uh, yeah. Manhattan at the time, I believe. So yeah, it was just like one I of those things. It. Yeah. Yeah. But... Maybe this one time, since we're in the same time zone. Yeah. Maybe. We're still going to be a good few hours away. Yeah, a good few, but like... Closer than North Dakota. Closer than North Dakota. It's a mu- yeah, it's a much better probability yes. than where yeah. you are currently. We'll put it that way. <laughs> it's a better probability. In the same way where it's just like, there, there's still friends I have in New York where I'm just like, it doesn't mean that we're going to hang out every day, but... <laughs> I don't have to get but a the flight. option to see each other exists. Yeah. It, it will be uh, astronomically higher than North Dakota, yes. which is yeah. much farther and much colder than anything else. But we're, we're already getting snow. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we gosh. had snow last weekend or last week. Ooh. It's mostly melted now. And I'm actually kind of angry at the weather right now because it's unseasonably warm. It's like, 40 some degree like it's gonna be in the high 40s next week i'm like this is not right yeah like no it's supposed to i'm supposed to supposed to be covered in snow now yeah you're doing this wrong it's november (laughs) honestly dude (laughs) we've had i mean we had like last because i just was in we had a black to gold wedding last weekend um oh uh courtney and connor are officially married married now and we went out to we went down to virginia to celebrate and it was like 80 degrees yeah yeah and so like we're standing out there it was an outdoor wedding that was supposed to be like a nice fall wedding so for like us groomsmen up there in a yeah. tux it was going to be great and instead oh. it's 80 degrees so we just died a little oh my goodness <laughs> but i've i've seen that like from the east coast like mm-hmm. or I'll tell my friends that like like my my friends back in pennsylvania like oh it's going to be uh 30 degrees but feels like 18 degrees they're like bro and then they send me their temperature it's 85 i'm like yeah. How? Yeah. Last week when it was snowing, yeah. everyone was like, "It's 80 degrees in Philadelphia." I'm like, "I'm sorry." Yeah. It... I'm not sorry, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it was snowing. It was cold, and everybody's like, "Why is it so hot?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Yeah. We, we're keeping all the winter over here, apparently. Like, we're just hoarding it." Yeah. Everyone at work was like, "Oh, I'm gonna sit with my window open." I'm like, "I'm freezing." <laughs> yeah. The other question, I want yeah, to- it's I mean, it's that weird thing for for like because the heat is kind of coming on in my apartment building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but it's not like fully cold enough for that. So I'm like playing the weird game of like have a window wide open. Oh, now it's now it's. Not, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I- the heat balancing is a treat. But hey, look, my old apartment, they almost never even turned the heat on during the day. So oh, I'll take anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, our heat. We turned our heat on a couple weeks ago at this point yeah but like our house like it's usually so cold especially throughout the winter our heat can't even keep up with how cold it is till the end of the day when the sun's facing our the front of our house mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. i set it to 73 and then it drops three degrees after i turn the heat up and yep. then it takes until four o'clock for it to actually reach 73 like, yeah cool. 
So I just sit here under a blanket all day while I work. <laughs> yeah. That's what I have done for you. Yeah. Like I just oh like, I would literally be sitting there trying to like practice piano or something for like a, a something and like my hands yeah. would like, Freeze. I, I can yes. barely move. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. I was actually going to ask about your apartment because now you're living on your own officially, right? It's like no roommates yeah. at all. Yay. But I did want to ask in a way of just like millennial TikTok and all these boomers saying it's like, oh, it's not that hard to live on your own, blah, blah, blah. Um, Andrew, we're not going to say your exact location of uh, what street and what avenue, but you live in New York, you know, yes. you yes. live on your own. Um, how is that? How, how is your mental health there? It's it's twofold, right? Yes. So on the positive side, I needed this. There was sure. yeah, it had definitely. gotten to a point where my roommate would emerge from his bedroom to use the bathroom, and I was sitting in the living room, and I would hear that, and I would go, "Stop making so much noise in my brain!" And I'd be like, "Andrew, this is a you problem. He's allowed <laughs> to go to the bathroom." <laughs> just yeah. like I was not okay. Everything yeah. was bothering me. Um, I just kind of needed my own space and I needed a change. I lived mm -hmm. in the same apartment for 11 years, I think. So, oh my God. so both of those were like very, very draining on me towards the end of that time. And I was already dealing with some like medical stuff and like just various other things that were like, my mental health was already kind of low. And mm -hmm. so moving sucked. Yes. It was yeah. uh, not, not the worst. It wasn't the hardest process, but it's expensive. Searching yes. for an apartment in New York right now is insane. Mm -hmm. Cause like, everything costs too much and everyone is looking for apartments. So you, you yeah. just have like, I got, when I applied for this, I viewed this apartment at six 30 PM on a weekday. I had my application in by eight 30 PM and that's how I got it. Like I had wow. to be so fast. Wow, dude. Um, <laughs> like, so yeah, but I have a lot of space. I have a desk now. Ooh. I have all this space to myself. I keep, I, it took some adjusting. Like there were the moments where I would like, drop my bag like towards the door and then think to my, like, as I was walking away, I'd be like, all right, I got to get that out of the way. So no one trips. And I was like, who's going to, who's good in the no way of here. me? <laughs> like, <laughs> so there was that, but yeah, I mean, I, I love having my own space. Yeah. I, it's definitely, I have to be careful because mm. I could easily isolate myself. And I, oh, so I have yeah. to oh, make yeah. sure I keep like planning social stuff with friends so that I don't do that. But I love having my own space. I love just sort of like, Mm. that is wonderful yeah um affording a place by myself in new york city that's why i'm working three jobs yeah. it's exhausting <laughs> i can't believe like what uh can i ask what jobs these are like is yeah it back so in the, restaurant? the main one is my my tech support job which um i don't even know if i told y'all uh because i think the last time we did what's the biz was in february when yeah. I looked on discord uh, I got promoted in March to a oh, senior technical yay. support engineer. So I heck yeah, that was great. So I've been doing that. That's my like 40 hours a week, full time, yeah. proper salaried job. Um, yeah. So I, I'm doing that for a software company. Um, but then I'm also still doing this team building Zoom events job, um, usually just kind of on the side. As we move into the holidays, it's a little busier over there. So that's a lot. And then I'm also still bartending over at Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. What? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Only only on Saturdays, only about like three times a month now. Um, yeah. That's there was a terrible. point last year where I basically like they called me out. They were like, mm, so we're a force. We're enforcing attendance and we need you to be able to work one to two shifts a week. Can you commit to that? And I went, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's. 
And then I literally was like, and that's fine. Like I told, I gave yeah. them the out. I was like, yes. I can't do that right now. And if that means that, you know, the stars are not aligning for me to continue working here, that's completely fine. And I understand. I appreciate all my time here. Thanks so much. You know, blah, blah, blah. And they immediately came back with, oh, no, 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 no. What? Can you do three shifts a month? Oh, <laughs> I was my like, God. Okay. I guess I'm not leaving yet. Yeah. Yeah. So around like when you have that bartending gig, how many hours are you working within that week? Um, so on a week where I'm doing all three jobs, I would be doing 40 hours for the software job. I would probably add, I want to say six to 10 for the zoom job. Mm -hmm. And then I would be doing another four or five at the theater. Wow. Yeah. So I'm probably working like 55 to 60 hours if all three jobs are happening in a week. Yeah. Wow. Which is a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that that's a lot. Like, it, just 40 hours within of itself is just kind of mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. not not in a way of just like, oh, 40 hours is a lot. More of like, you reach that 40 hours and you're just like, I'm done. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. And then you get I to. I want to sit now. <laughs> yeah. Like, 45 hours, you get to that point. Like, okay, fine. We're hitting overtime. It's fine. You hit that 50th hour. You're like, I'm, no, please mm -hmm. stop. Stop this. Like. And then the problem becomes like you're done with your work at the end of the day and you have this idea of like, I'm going to work out or I'm going to cook dinner or anything that would be like yeah. a healthy habit for your life. Yeah. Um, as a person who's had medical issues come <laughs> this year. Yes. And instead of being able to do any of that, you sit down on the couch and go into like a catatonic state because you're like done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and on top of all of that, you're also doing music with five other yeah. people. And, yeah. that, and that's that's the thing. It's just like. I don't think a lot of people understand like how much art also can be a job, but it's an unpaid yeah. job, you know, mm -hmm. hopefully to be paid. But yeah. like that, that's the thing. I don't think um, here. Here's my big question for you. Uh, so you work here a full time job. Let's say it's just a regular 40 hour week, uh, yeah. but you're also doing music. Do you ever feel weird telling people that I'm tired because you're also doing music at the same time. So that adds into like, let's say a 50 to 55 hour week. Right. Like, do you ever feel yeah. like it, you feel weird for saying that? Like, Oh, I'm tired because it's almost self-inflicted tired. Um, I would say no, but I think mm -hmm. that is a credit to the work culture at my job. Oh yeah. I think they, they have a very, very strong mental health culture. Mm -hmm. Um, I, and and also there's a lot of freedom. Like we are given the agency to kind of set our own schedules for the day. Oh, so that's awesome. I just control my timeframes. If I need to step away for an hour to like take a call for black to gold, I don't think I'm going to get in trouble for it. You know what I mean? Like I can kind of do that, come back as long as like, as long as I'm meeting all of my deadlines and like sending out emails when I need to, like nobody really, you know what I mean? I'm not micro. It's really lovely to feel trusted like this because every awesome. job I've had in the past has been nowhere near this. Yeah. I was about to say, because my full time job is a line cook. So mm -hmm. it's just like mental health. Excuse yeah, me. No, yeah. we don't know her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I guess that's where I'm coming from, where I'm like, I feel kind of weird saying I'm tired because I've done work weeks where it's an 80 hour work week, quite literally. Yeah. Um. So it's just like, there's no mental health. There's just feeding fat faces in the restaurant. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Whereas I think that's why, you know, there's a lot of like people on TikTok and all those uh, different little sites mm -hmm. uh, where, where they're just saying like finding a job is so hard. And, and there there's people like me where I'm like, well, line cook, like we need people. Yeah. 
but it's yeah. like no we can't find work like real work real work that values a person for what they do and uh sets boundaries and all sorts yeah. of that because not everybody is meant for restaurants not everybody is meant for truck driving not everybody is meant for that stuff some people value you know their mental well-being you yeah. know some people do i don't know who they are but i think that's where people say like it's just so hard finding a job because yeah. the real deal is like it, it's hard enough yeah they're trying mm -hmm. to find a job they can at least tolerate yeah yeah because that's the thing and i think there's some of of both right like and this is coming from the perspective of like somebody who found that job finally in my mm -hmm. 30s yeah. Um, and I worked crappy restaurant jobs before that where I was treated terribly. Like, yeah, I I do think there is some value to doing a bit of the grinding jobs for oh, some yeah. portion of your life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's definitely yeah. it thickens your skin. It teaches oh, yeah. you some things about yourself. It improves your work ethic. And all of those things will help you keep the job that values values you once you find yes. it. You yes. know what I mean? Like, I think I came into this job with almost no knowledge of mm -hmm. the work I was doing, but my work ethic and my drive to like, be like, I want to be good at this thing. I'm going to figure mm -hmm. this out. I need to be able to do this efficiently. I want to get moved up eventually like to like an actual engineer position. Like these are, these are all things that are constantly going on in my head. Yeah. And so I'm constantly trying to put my best foot forward. Yes. And I think a lot of that comes from what got built up in like my restaurant work and how much time I put into like, trying to be an artist and how much like work that took. And yes. you know what I mean? So my, yeah. my work ethic has served me incredibly. It's why I got promoted within a year. Like I wasn't expecting yeah. that promotion that fast at all. So yeah. that that's just it. It's just like, there's a, there's a lot of times, like when I worked in the bank for eight shifts, right? Uh, if we haven't talked since then, yeah. Like in March, I worked in the bank for eight shifts and I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this because I come from like a restaurant, like let's go, let's yeah. work. They're like, oh, yeah. but we got to say hi to Sally downstairs. You ever met Sally? Uh -huh. Sally in accounting? I'm like, yeah, that's great. That, that's great. I had an email. I'm not going to go into the logistics of everything because it's a bank security yeah. wise. Um, but there was a task that we had to like get done and we didn't do it that day. I'm like, are we going to get to that task? We're like, oh, we will maybe. And it's like, can we get to the task today? Because it was the next day. We'll get to it. Just we got to say hi to Frank downstairs. Have you met Frank? Uh, and then the third day, the corporate emailed us saying, like, hey, is this task done? I'm just like, can we get the task done now, please? Yeah. We're like, literally in touch about it. Let's get on it. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll get on it today. I'm like, oh, my God. And, you know, it's eight shifts. I went to five or six meetings. Yeah. And, and I was just like, okay, okay, why are we here? Um. But it's because of that, like, yeah. you know, um, by the way, line cook work found out um, it's pink collar. It's technically considered a pink collar job. Technically. Interesting. That's what I said. I was like, it's not white collar. It's not blue collar. Like, no. What is it? And they're like, it's pink collar because it's a service industry. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Like, I that doesn't feel good. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Like to say that, like servers pink collar job i'm like that i feels just a little too close to the whole like women's places in the kitchen you know what i mean like yes. that feels like 
Like yeah. we should have migrated away from that designation by now, yeah. friends. Honestly, yeah. When it, <laughs> when it's the service industry, it's pink collar. But like, yeah, you make a good point. Where just like, Oy. it's not like saying like, oh, so you call me a woman. It's more of just like, what is that supposed to mean? Kind of thing. It's just right. Like, is it a right. dainty job? I'm like, I don't think so. Even I would Nothing not. about the line cooks I've known has been dainty. Yeah. female or male. Does not matter who they were. None of them are dainty. No, like. no, no. <laughs> They're not dainty people. I'm not, I'm actually known as uh, surprise, surprise. I'm known as the mean chef, but I'm also in the Midwest. So take that for the grain you of salt. Smile and you're mean. Yeah, I'm smiling. I'm just like, uh, you know, don't run your food one more time and I might run you to the grave. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> But uh, oh my God, though, like what what was what was I about to tell you? Um, yeah. So getting getting back to that, yeah, like millennials just trying to like uh achieve something, and I wanted to get back to like what you were saying about trying to get this apartment and just trying mm-hmm. the upkeep. Andrew Andrew Orsi, uh, millennial expert on 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 the rails here. Oh um, boy, Andrew, <laughs> will you ever own a house? Oh God, I've thought about that. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, it's confusing for me to think about owning a house by myself. Yes. Yeah. Like, I have spent most of my life trying to not have debt. Yes. I'm very, very frugal whenever I can be. I spent my first couple of years in New York City subsisting on like PB&Js and ramen because I wasn't making enough. Yeah. yeah. And so I just like I cut like and I've watched other like my friends who constantly say they never have money. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I think you just don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I think yeah. You do, like because, you know, they'll have like a salary, which is like, yes, are a lot of salaries in New York City underpaid for the cost of living. Oh, God. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah. I also know what they're paying for rent. And like, I know what I'm paying for rent and like my salary is not that much higher than theirs. And so I'm like, you would be able to do this. Yes. But you go out to restaurants. You're not willing to give up uh, this luxury or this thing. And I'm not saying that luxuries should be given up entirely. Yeah. But there's a level of like realism about Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. sort of life can you live Yes. That I think is difficult for a lot of people, um, especially in social media world where you see people on vacation all the time. You see them out at fancy restaurants all the time. And so yeah. you want to go out and do all this. Th- and like, I mean, I I literally have a salary and paid time off now. And I've taken two proper vacations. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I did not go on a vacation. Yes. For 11 years of my life. I worked yeah. in restaurants. So if I took time off, it meant I wasn't making money. There was yeah. no paid time off. If I took that time off, it was to go visit my family because I need to see my family. And that was my vacation. And that was it. I didn't take vacations. Like, and it, was it fun? No. Sure. (laughs) Like I had kind of committed myself. I was like, I'm, I'm a server because I'm trying to do this difficult art thing and I need to Mm -hmm. have money to survive. I need to make sure that next month's rent check is there in my bank account because if a rent check bounces, I'm screwed. Um, I have to pay off my credit cards because if you don't, that that the, that interest that will accrue so fast, y'all. Like oh, you know God, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and it's I'm not saying that any of this is like I'm making this sound easier than it is. It can be very very difficult yeah. to be in these situations, but there's also a certain amount of like you sometimes just have to deprive yourself of things for a little bit. Yeah. And like for me, having a house feels like such a luxury purchase. <laughs> like, yes. I'm like, yeah. 
what would I do with that? Where would I be? What does my life even need a house for? That's yeah. what I mean. I, I can't conceptualize of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think about that all the time where it's just, like, it's this societal format that they have for mm-hmm. everybody. It's like, why don't you have a house yet? I'm like, because I don't. I don't think I need because we, me and Liz move so much, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of like, OK, we need to make sure that we're in a place that we want to stay first and foremost. And then the second part of that is just like the amount of down payment to get a house that you actually want to live in. Yeah, because that's the other thing. If I'm going to buy a house, it better be a house that I really actually want to live in. Not just yeah. a house for a sake of a house. Yeah. I might as well just yeah. get a townhouse and rent it. You know. Yeah. Um. I I think about that where it's just like, do you meet the format? Like the other thing yeah. is just like being married. Why don't you have kids? Yeah. And it's just like, well, let me tell you about something called infertility. Let's make you uncomfortable <laughs> for a second after yeah. you ask that question. Let's uh, really get into it. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Yeah. It's uh, there is there is like an appeal mm-hmm. to the having it be my own space. You know what I mean? There yeah. is certainly like, I'm aware that I am always at the discretion of the landlord. Technically he could like yeah. choose to not renew my lease. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I yeah. do have that awareness, but like financially and realistically, I just don't think I would make that decision at any, I mean, I'm also like mm-hmm. chronically single at this point <laughs> and I don't think I would buy a house by myself. I think yeah. that might, you down the line in a long-term relationship, but I don't know how to find those. I hate people. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I literally like every time I try to like date a new person, it's like two or three months in. I just like I'm at such a point where I'm like, well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I that's something I, I I always say like I don't ever envy. It's just like I'm so happy I found my wife so young. Yeah. Because, like, I hear that all the time, like, people in their 30s and they're just trying to date. Like, what in your perspective, um, what's it been like to date in your 30s versus than it was, like, even, let's just say, 25? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's largely just, like, I guess I'm I'm more confident in who I am. Like, I'm more settled as mm. to who I am. I have a routine. I work really hard. And I don't think I'm like, I don't think I'm like flailing around in the water as much as I was in my 20s. I think there was still a little bit of like, who am I? Where am I in this city? Which so when I would date someone like I dated someone when I was 26, um, who was too young for me and it was not healthy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) like, I mean, he was like 20. It wasn't anything like crazy, but like six years he's in college. I'm not. That was too much of a difference. Yeah, Um, yeah. And it just, it maturity wise, it didn't play out at mm-hmm. all. But when I was dating him, I literally would go over to his like place every day. Yeah. Like it was that kind of thing. And I was still going yeah. to do that versus like now I'm like, no, nope, I'm busy. I'm tired. I have work. I can see you once a week. We'll try. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Time is definitely a factor. Um, and I realize I'm busier than a lot of people, but like there is also this pervasive thing that social media has put forward of like, if they're really interested, they would make time for you. And it's like, sometimes I literally can't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that gets annoying. And I think a lot of people have given up on me because it's hard to like find a time to see me. And I'm like, I, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm doing yeah. my best. Um, but also like, yeah, I'm, I am more set in some of my ways than I used to be. Mm. And so 
I think someone coming over or someone interrupting my routine, I have some walls up about yeah. that. Like I have more resistances than I had. Cause I'm like, no, I do this. This is what I want to do. What do you mean? You want me to drop everything and yeah. go to a movie with you. Yeah. I was yeah. going to sit on my couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> you know, I, I think about that all the time because me and Liz, like not only have been together since, uh, Oh, this March will be 15 years, yeah. actually. So, oh my God. Yay. Yay. That's uh, amazing. I, yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like one of those things I think about. We've been together for 15 years. So it's like not only that, but like not only do I have my thing, but like we have our thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we're in a routine, but it's with each other. Like we made the routine together. So I yeah. think about it all the time where like, you know, people who are our age and are still dating. I'm just like, I don't even think that I could, you know, introduce someone new to a YouTube channel. I've been watching for years. And it's like, listen, man, I I've been watching Scott, the Waz for years now. He's got a new video out it's six years into the switch. I gotta be watching it now. So uh, take it yeah. or leave it. You know, yeah, one of those things. Like, yep. If I was single, I think I would just stay single. Yeah. Like I just like I'm not even gonna try. Like I'm just gonna live this lovely life and do my thing by myself <laughs> every day. <laughs> like the thing I wonder is that like do you when you date, like is there still a thing of like like the boyfriend aspect or is it just kind of like we're dating? Um I think it depends on the person. Yeah. Because, like, some people I've dated recently, there's been a discussion of that, which is usually when I break up with them. Oh, boy. <laughs> the minute they're like, I'm interested in something serious, and I'm like, I'm interested in leaving. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so it's probably, I mean, this is really probably a me issue. Um, <laughs> but, like, there's been some of that, but there's other ones who have just sort of, like, let me. And it's, I mean, it's weird for me, right? Like, I'm, I came into my asexual identity in my 30s, and mm-hmm. I don't know what that is in dating for me. I don't know how I interact with people anymore. So there's definitely yeah. a lot of that. And it feels like in my thirties, like everything else in my life being completely settled, but my sexuality being like very brand new in a lot of ways is, yeah. is jarring. And I don't like that. So then I, I, I'm a little bit off put by dating as yeah. a result. Yeah. Um, so that gets confusing, but like, yeah, it's I I I think it's just dependent on the situation. Some some we want to talk about like getting there. I don't know that I've had any really long enough where somebody has pushed it. Mm. Um, I haven't been officially boyfriends with someone since since that the guy I dated when I was twenty six. Oh wow! And that yeah. was like way too early. That was on like day two. He asked me to boy, be his boyfriend, and I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> like why not? Well, sure, why not? But then like but then we did it because I guess I was like super into him, and then it didn't work out. It was like a mercurial relationship for like a month and a half. And now we still occasionally flirt with each other, even though he lives in Florida. So it's all, it's very weird. I don't know (laughs) what my emotional life is. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, like that, that's just it. Like, I just feel like there's just so much aspect. It's already hard enough being in your thirties because you're Mm -hmm. starting to not only figure out who you are, but not only figure it out, but you figured it out. There's a lot of things that you've already like said that, Hey, Mm -hmm. Hey, I finally get it. Yeah. There's no, melding with a person like you do in your 20s like 20s are just liquid and you can just Mm -hmm. like form into Mm -hmm. anything that you want to so dating in your 20s is just kind of like oh we'll just form a new solid together um i don't know where that metaphor was going to go but (laughs) like in your 30s you're both 
you know, solid in in a way it's just your mindset almost like, Hey, yeah. I'm starting to form myself. Yeah. So I feel like dating in your thirties is just kind of like, no, like this is who I am. This is who you are. This isn't going to work. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I very much know. And like some of this comes from me as a, sorry, my heater just came on. I was like, what is that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, the, some of it is like, I, some of this is how I grew up, right? My family is not one. And this is not to say anything bad about it. It's just the way sure. that we function. We didn't do a lot of things together. When I was younger, we did more things together. Yes. But especially as I've gotten older, we don't. It's yeah. very much like most of the time when I go home to visit my parents, it is my mom is in the living room watching TV. Like this is evenings. Mostly people do more things during the day, but like my mom goes out by herself and does a thing during the day. My yeah. dad will go drive down the street to do this thing or, or works in the yard all day. Uh, and then at night, my mom sits in front of the TV in the living room and watches that. And my dad is on the computer in the office or watching the TV in the bedroom. Like there's just not that mm -hmm. many coming together moments. Yeah. It's more like we are, we love each other and we cohabitate the same space while living very individual lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so I think ultimately that's what I need from a relationship. Like yeah. the minute somebody gets codependent, I'm out. I'm like, no, yeah. yeah. just, uh, uh, I need space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. And I've gotten very wrong. used to having that space because yeah. I've lived yeah. alone for, yeah. you know what I mean? So. Yeah. There's, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. It's just like, it's who you are. It's like, it's how you appreciate love. You can appreciate love from afar as well yeah. as together. Um, mm -hmm. like there's definitely times where like me and Liz were like, we'll just watch something on the couch yeah, and that would be like just enough for us. And then yeah. there's other times, you know, it's just like, oh, we should go do something together. But like, it's just one of those things of just like, it depends. Yeah. And know? like, there are times mm -hmm. like, because Adam's always had such weird schedules normally up until like this year, basically, mm -hmm. um, because Adam works at a restaurant, he would have one weekend day off mm -hmm. and then another weekend mm -hmm. and then his other day off would be during the week so we each would get one day together and then one day to ourselves where the other one is working and we can do whatever we want because the other one's busy so it's like we can do whatever we want no guilt about abandoning the other one or anything and we yep. even talk now we're like if you got that schedule again it wouldn't be terrible yeah because mm -hmm. it's like it's nice to have that one day especially and i've talked about this on here before where for me it's like because of how I was raised, I'm a people pleaser. I will do whatever you want to do because I, I want to avoid conflict or making you feel or making you miserable or anything like that. So for me to have that one day to myself, it's like I can watch my show and I don't need to worry about anyone hating it. Mm -hmm. I don't need to yep. worry about anyone asking anything of me or anything. I can just sit here and watch my show. And I think that's also part of why I'm a night owl yes. because I can he goes to sleep. I can watch my show. No one's going to bother me. It's late at night. Nothing's happening but me watching my show. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Very much that. That actually reminds me. Andrew, I want to share with you this breakthrough in mental health. Okay. Basically, basically, I'm Sigmund Freud is what I'm saying. Is what I'm. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> a, a bold claim. So He wants me to tell my therapist about this. I am a genius. <laughs> that <laughs> like, is how much this means to him. <laughs> all jokes aside, like all like metaphors aside, I, there's there's something I've been like trying to practice for myself lately. And then I'm just like, okay. you know what? I want to see what other people's answers are more than it's like, oh, this is a breakthrough. I'm like, you know, what? I want to see like what other people's answers are to this. 
So I have what's called my four pillars, okay? And the four pillars, right? If you think about all of these of what you do for yourself, right? Four things that you would do for yourself. They have to coincide with three rules, right? If you get all four pillars in, in one week, that's a good week. Like if somebody asks you, hey, how was your week? Man, it was great. But ideally, it all happens in one month. But if you Mm. don't do any of those pillars within three months, that's where you feel like you're starting to deteriorate. Mm. So, for example, my four pillars, right, are vinyl shopping slash listening, right? So, like, I have to be on the hunt for a good vinyl and then sitting down listening to a vinyl. Like, that's one of my things. Uh, spending a good amount of time in a coffee shop, like really like getting to know the coffee, like maybe going up for two drinks. Um, the other one was uh, a big cooking project, right? So I have okay. to like actually like not just cooking dinner, but like I have to invest in my time with mm-hmm. that. And the other one, which I'm very happy with, an all-day gaming day. It has to be at least seven hours. Like six hours is fine, but like the all day gaming, like, well, how long is that? At the minimum, seven hours. At the very, very minimum, six hours, but seven hours is there. So that's what mm-hmm. I mean of just like my four pillars. If it's a, if I got all those in, vinyl shopping, coffee shop, all day gaming, big cooking project, if that all happened in a week, great week. Ideally, I want them all in within a month, but if I don't get any of them within three months, it starts to deteriorate. What, what do you think are some of your pillars? Yeah, interesting. Um, I feel like one of them is like definitely a connection with nature of mm. some kind. I, th- yeah. I think I want to leave it loose like that because yeah. I think it can be it can be like a hike. Like a hike would yeah. be the, the clearest yes. tackle for that. Um, but just a quiet day sitting outside in a nice breeze can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, looking like sitting out under the stars and looking at the stars for 15 mm. minutes can get me into a place. Mm-hmm. I think any of those kind of things, but they make me feel connected to like the world outside yes. of me, yeah. the world yeah. that is not filled with all of my anxieties day to day. I yes. think that's an important one. And I'm me, glad that sure. you pointed out that like, it has to be a conscious being outside because the other rules I have is that uh, let's say coffee shop, right? I can't mm-hmm. just like arrive into a coffee shop, pick up something to go and leave. That and doesn't leave. count. Yeah. yeah. Walking the dog doesn't count as being out in nature. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can't That's not sh- spending any quality time. Yeah. yeah. There has to be <laughs> rules like an all day gaming is like, oh, I spent four hours gaming. Like that's not all day. That's only four hours. That's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, Yeah. but okay. So you got one that's nature, right? Being outside yeah. nature consciously. Um, I think doing something that feels musically fulfilling, Mm -hmm. whether it is getting a whole performance out or just like working on a new song that is really exciting to put together Mm -hmm. or like something like that. It's why I've been so like, even when I had the acapella group before that I was in before black to gold, like that group was like, not great. Um, (laughs) Did not fulfill me in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I think that was me seeking like a weekly, like make sure there's a music thing happening. Yeah. Um, and so, and I've set myself up for much better success with it, right? Like Black yeah. to Gold, I have a lot more of those like, aha, mm-hmm. this was a great music moment. Yeah. I'm taking voice lessons again with a new voice teacher nice. and I'm having a lot of aha moments with him too. Mm. Um, so I think that's got to be like, there's got to be just like yeah. a have a, have a, a fulfilling yeah. musical experience mm-hmm. um, has to be in there. What would the others be? 
I kind of like I I'm not a hundred percent sure mm. if video games are there or not. I think they are in some form, but maybe yeah. it's a more generalized itch that video games are a way of yeah. scratching. Like, yeah, because I spent I had nerve pain in my hands this year, oh. and I spent basically four months not playing any games. Yeah, oh. um, and I still found ways to like get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like. I think I replaced them usually with like watching, watching all your TV shows that made me mm. happy. Um, so probably just I, maybe maybe I think like some sort of like low, low stress media consumption. Yeah, you know yeah what I mean? sure. Like a, a, a decent amount of low stress media consumption where I can actually have like it's not it's not me in the middle of my day trying to like watch half an episode because I need something, you know what I mean? It yeah, can't be that. It's, yeah. it's, I need a, a block of time where I got to watch a couple episodes that I really wanted to watch, or I got to actually yeah. sit down and, and engage with a game that I wanted to. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's probably a third one. Fourth one. I think at this point, like, I want to say, I want to say something with reading, but that's also probably media consumption that probably falls in that same thing. Um, I think at this point it's just doing doing a thing that feels like a positive mouth right now, like making mm-hmm. a choice making a choice to actively engage with a, a healthy habit, mm-hmm. I think is a really good thing for me right now. It's been a very, very jarring year of like facing the fact that I am a mortal human. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like thankfully, like we I've had a lot of issues, I've had a lot of doctor's visits. Thankfully, we have like ruled out anything that would be like serious or Mm. like terminal right now but in the process i have like my relationship with food has gotten very weird because i'm like not sure what i can eat and yeah that feels like betrayals in certain ways because food used to be such a thing for me oh god um and i still love food and like i feel like i'm i'm currently afraid to eat rice and i love rice but rice spikes my blood sugar really high and we don't know why and so i'm very afraid of rice so um making healthy diet choices i think is mm. uh, feels good when i manage to like have a day where it's like i feel satisfied with the food that i ate even though it was all healthy like that feels really good for me um actually getting enough sleep i know that's dumb but i don't do it ever yeah. <laughs> but that's part of your four pillars to like make sure you don't deteriorate yeah. Yeah. you know yeah like i think that's the um, point of it is just to make conscious choices like have mm-hmm. i met all of my pillars this month yeah you know what i mean yeah. so i think that's the other one i think that's like actively engaging with with a a, a healthy habit that yeah. is important to my overall well-being is probably the fourth one right now yeah. dang yeah because that's the thing it's like for you with uh with gaming gaming for me it's just like okay it takes me back to high school when i didn't have any kind of responsibilities i can just focus in on the game uh if mm-hmm. i can do that once in a month Right. That's just like me. Like, hey, like you got all your chores. You got all your responsibilities done. Nothing needs to be taken care of. All you got focused now is this video game. Yeah. For you, it's like the light Mia consumption. Like all of my responsibilities are done. I can just chill and Mm -hmm. binge this light consumption of reading movies. Something I haven't I haven't been able to play like it. Well, not not that I haven't been able to, but I have noticed in the past two or three years that my desire for games to play has shifted away from stories. I don't want to have to work hard to engage with a game. Mm -hmm. I want gameplay that gives me little doses of dopamine and Mm -hmm. feels very satisfying for me to do, but I can also just sort of like be a little tuned out. 
Yeah. And, and that's yeah. what that's where I've been for like yeah. two or three years now. Honestly, that's why I love Dave the Diver so much. I've been playing it on Switch. It's so mm-hmm. good because it, it's managing a sushi restaurant. There is a story involved, but most of the time you're just making sales from your sushi restaurant. And I'm just like, I yeah. like I like that I have this option. I like have the option to continue the story. But I just like how yeah. like they're not pushing you like, here's the story. You got to go do it. Like, no, I'm just I'm making money. I'm hiring staff. I'm good. I'm I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's like, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like when a game puts me into a cutscene, I now just want to skip it because I'm yeah. looking for the gameplay. Like yeah. it's I, I want to get to the next gameplay. And it's not that I don't have the ability to appreciate a story, but there's so many times yeah. where it's just like. And modern games, like, to be fair, there's been a, a real shift in games with modern games where it's, like, the story is so massive that every oh cutscene yeah. is, like, 10 to 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, my God. There could have been less dialogue. Anymore. Please stop. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's, like, because we don't have time anymore. Like, if I'm going to play a video game, I want to be playing the mm-hmm. game. It's, like, my time is valuable now. It's not like we were in high school where, like, our times were valuable in different ways. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, not... Let's let's be honest here. Your time in high school is not valuable <laughs> at all. No, but not in the same way. No, yeah. definitely not. And that's what I mean when we, when I just say that, like, hey, these four pillars, like, you got to get them all within a month. But it's when you don't get any within that three months, that's when you start to feel like, uh, I'm a little bit shaky here, you know? Uh, yeah. Because that's the thing. If you don't spend that time in nature, if you don't spend that time just like light reading, if we're always just grinding. Uh, it's easier said than done in this in this day and age, but I, I just like, you know what? I'm going to maybe focus in on that and make sure that I get all those mm-hmm. things within that month to make sure that I'm like mm-hmm. still up there, uh, which is why I say December. I'm not doing music like I'm just not. I'm going to put out this album and put it out and just be like that. That's it. That's it for the year. I'll see you in January. Yeah. Goodbye. One of those things. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Liz, you had some pillars. Yeah, I had pillars before, but I'm, we're kind of like revamping them right now. Revamping, um, which is probably like fine. I think it's yeah. good yeah. to adapt oh, your yeah. pillars probably to where yeah. you are in life. Exactly. I'm thinking of it more of now is like, what do I miss when I haven't done it in a while? Like, mm-hmm. I noticed. So I started going to bed early, like actually going to sleep. We usually go to bed around nine, mm-hmm. go to sleep around nine thirty. And for a while, I was staying up till 10, 1030 watching an episode or two of a show. Mm-hmm. But I was so tired and my mental health has been so bad the last two years that it's like I needed to prioritize that. But I noticed in like the last couple months, I'm like, I miss st- like I'm tired. I'm exhausted. But I miss staying up and watching an episode of my show and just having that quiet hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like one of my first pillars. It was like staying up and not on the weekend because i do that i i like live for the weekend and i i don't care how tired i am on friday night i'm forcing myself to stay up till 11 or 12 to watch two or three episodes of a show because i just want to mm-hmm. yep um so it's like that like weekends don't count i i something is that i need to do is i need to stay up at least one week night mm-hmm. where i can stay up and watch my show yeah um yeah i definitely agree with the nature one because there are times even in like the dead of winter in north dakota I go outside with the dog and I'm like, I could just lay down in the snow right now. Mm-hmm. And like, I would be so happy, but everyone will get me like, I'm crazy. In this negative 45 <laughs> degree wind I chill. I literally don't care. It, like if it's not like that windy, it's just a real, like, you know, those days where it's like yeah. the sun is out, but and but, like it's North Dakota. So there's just snow everywhere. Yeah. But like, it's just, it feels not 
deathly cold and you're yes. just like I'm it's those days I'm just like I just want to lay down in the snow and have the snow form to every crevice of my body. Yep. And just just sit here and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And like I don't care like so I definitely agree with the nature one and that was on my list originally too. Yes. Like yeah. in nature like whether it be a hike just sitting outside and enjoying it or going on a picnic. Like I could just sit on my front step and be fine. Oh yeah. Um so that I don't remember what else was on my list. I think it was like crafting, but like I don't miss it, miss crafting when I'm not doing it. Cause normally I'm not doing it because I'm like too mentally drained mm-hmm. to, and it takes like, cause I do embroidery and you have to look so closely or like I'm sewing my quilt. It's like, I, there's so much detail that you have to get. I'm just like, that's not, I mean, it's fulfilling cause you feel really good sure. when it's done. But like at the same time, it's like, I don't always have the like, I function yes <laughs> to see those the teeny tiny little spot that i missed like even like i do it while i'm working and i'm sometimes i'm sitting there i'm like this is not the right light <laughs> i can't see it <laughs> <laughs> um so that's not really like all my list anymore i don't really know what else to put on it well that's the thing you're just thinking about yeah. things like think about who you are where you are in life and just one of those things like yeah that's what i mean like i'm trying yeah. to think of like, what do i miss when i'm not doing it and so it's just going to take time to like shape what those are for me mm. to like not do something like oh yeah i'm just doing that let's go do something <laughs> yeah it, patent pending by the way four pillars by adam evil it's yeah. uh, <laughs> sort of certified no, he's, he's, gonna, he's gonna write a book look out for the say, book there'll, there'll be a book he's like shortly. not a doctor adam evil <laughs> It's just gonna you're gonna open up the, the first page like, hey, thanks for your money, man. Bye. <laughs> it's just like that's it, just one page. It's like, oh yeah. That's should- the kind of stuff I wanna do. That's the sort of like I feel like there is a chaotic part of me that had it been like if we were in an alternate dimension where my childhood had pushed me into weirdness enough, yes, I could have been like the next Banksy. Like I wanna be a giant artistic mm-hmm. troll. Like yes. that's actually very sad like i want to sell someone a whole book where it's yeah. just like <laughs> and then yeah. it's blank yeah. the rest of it or like i have a dream of like telling everyone i'm putting up a show in new york and everybody buys tickets and then i just walk out and i put a stuffed animal in a spotlight on stage and then i leave and it's 90 minutes of the stuffed <laughs> animal in front of a microphone like i want to do that that's <laughs> I, awesome i want to spoil it for you but like that's where i'm taking this christmas album like the Castle Garden Christmas <laughs> album is yes, it's gonna be like one of those like self noticing things of uh like Castle Garden is meta in of itself, mm-hmm. but I'm taking it to another level with a couple tracks on this one. I'm just yeah. like I'm very happy about it. Where it's just like you're noticing what an album is and yeah. on the outside. I'm just like that. That's what I mean. I want I want to create art that is. Like like you say, you get to the art thing and you're just like, what did I just do here? Yeah. You know, like that that's art that I that I can get behind. Yeah. Art that makes you yeah. question more than answer, more yeah. than anything yes. else. Yeah. Yes. Andrew, I don't want to take any more of your time because you're a hungry boy. Because No, I ate. You ate nice. But you said that you were gonna make dinner after. No, I said but after I finished the event. Oh. That I ran. I was gonna say, and like, I, I got thought... done work at six. Then I cooked dinner and ate it in an hour. Look at me! Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought I've had I've had a poblano chili. Oh my wow. god! I was gonna say like when he said like after the event, uh, I was texting you. That's why I said like, hey, we can do it later. I thought he meant 
this event, like <laughs> the podcast. I was just like, oh my god! I'm gonna After be- the good old event of what's the biggest? <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. I was just like, I get so nervous about taking people's like too much time, which is why I try to tell people when they whenever they come on Castle Garden, like I so thankful that you actually agreed to do this like silly little crap because like time is so valuable yeah as an adult Mm -hmm. but i'm glad so poblano chili what what is that like is it anything special no i mean it was like a poblano pepper onions pork beans okay made a chili it was tasty so let me ask you something you had dinner at six what time have you always had dinner like Like, growing up yeah all sorts of times oh yeah (laughs) Really? Yeah. Like not, not just like five or six. No, I think we like, I was always, I was like a busy kid too. And so I don't even remember, but I feel like our schedule was all over the place. It mm. could be anywhere from like five or five thirty to like seven, seven thirty-eight. It just wow. depended on the day. Oh God. So like, honestly, as an adult, sometimes I eat dinner at like nine 30 or 10. Like I'm a mess. What? <laughs> Cause like I'm watching Gilmore girls for the first time. Okay. Uh-huh. And they're always saying it's like, oh, let's go get dinner. Like, okay, I'll pick you up at 7 30. I'm like, 7 30? Pick me up for dinner. Well, even like week the Friday night dinners every week, it's dinners at seven. Like seven o'clock. Seven o'clock for dinner. Excuse me, on Friday nights, I w- I want to eat and then go out. Like I want to go get my knobs. <laughs> but that's the thing. They do. They're at the senior Gilmore's house. Yes. From seven till nine and then the girls still go out on like dates and go have, see their friends and like hang out at luke's after being at friday night dinner i'm like so y'all are just out till midnight every yes. week every night no. oh there are people that absolutely are i, can't. I can tell you that in, 100%. in our age it's just like it's insane like i know like andrew have you ever seen get more girls no you okay should. no you shouldn't i'm yes, familiar with the concept it's I it's, know I know Rory is a character. <laughs> <laughs> Rory is Let a me character. list off everything I know about about Gilmore girls. Yeah. It's got girls, they are Gilmore, Rory is in it. Right. <laughs> Alexis Bladell, she's in this uh as that's Rory. Right, that's right. Yeah. Um I don't recommend this show. Like I'm all, I'm in season five right now. He hates it so much. Like you can watch season, and yet he's in season five. Well, he's watching it with me, and it's my favorite show. I got, uh, okay. I watched this show all through middle school. I got this like DVD sets of every season for my eighth grade graduation and my um. Oh, what's the thing I did in church? My confirmation. Mm-hmm. Between those two, I completed the entire series. People got me mm-hmm. seasons of the DVDs. Like I'm, I love Gilmore Girls. It is yeah. my whole personality when I was in high school. And since uh, she agreed to watch uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender and Seinfeld with me, I'm like, and we watch Cora. And we watched, I watched Book three of, of your shows before we even got to Gilmore. <laughs> Girls. I was like, it's only fair. So like, I'm in season five right now, and man, does it dip it just so there's this this like thing in, in i Never. heard after season four it's like really kind of falls off a little. oh god but like i heard I, somebody say that i didn't know how, like i knew about it but like holy hell like there's like a narrative writing where it like goes up 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 and then for some reason we're just pillaring down we're just tumbling down it's a rock canyon you and just, haven't even got to the best part of this season but that's what i mean though from what i'm hearing that season six gets worse and season seven gets even worse and i'm just like why are people in love with this show then it just tumbles 
Uh, see, I have the defense of I was like 13 when I watched it. I know, but people were still like, defending I ha- it. I have a defense. But see, for me, because for me, I continue to defend it because, it, again, I watched it when I was 13. It's nostalgia for me. It was my favorite yeah. show. It'll always be my favorite show. Yes. That's my defense. I can't defend like my grandmother who watched this and loved it as much as I did. Yeah, I'm just like, it just... Andrew, when I say that as a narrative writer, it dips in season five, like... Uh, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. Like Rory just changes and completely. Yet, and yet he said the other day, he's like, all right, we'll watch Marvelous Miss Majel, which is written by the same person. So <laughs> that's what I noticed about this show is that um, Amy Sherman Palladino, right? Who oh is gosh, the right? Do you know her name? Yes, of course. Adam has fun changing her name every <laughs> I day. I say Amy surplus uh, palindrome. <laughs> what she has to say today. <laughs> but what I've noticed about the show is that like her comedic bits are on point. Like all of the bits and the quirks and everything, like she has comedic timing mm-hmm. very well. Like she is on par. Very, very good. The mm. dramatic writing. It's just like, what are you talking about? What are we doing? Why are you setting? What is this storyline? Why are we doing this? You know, now? I wonder, huh? Gilmore girls was written with her spouse. Yes. I think she wrote Marvelous Miss Maisel alone. Oh. So that might be, maybe her husband was doing the drama. Maybe. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just like Marvelous Miss Maisel is all about comedy. I'm like, she has good comedic timing. It's probably a good show. So I'm going to watch Marvelous Miss Maisel after Gilmore Which I also love. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just like, her bits are good. They're really, really good. It's just dramatic writing. It's just awful you also love marvelous miss miss mazel because they're jewish they are jewish it's like all jewish jokes i think you're gonna really like i i I like hanukkah's coming up soon hanukkah is coming up soon hanukkah's early this year yeah december 8th yeah 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 Yeah. andrew you're invited for hanukkah by the way if you can get here yay i'll (laughs) do what i can yeah just (laughs) drive over to north dakota you're invited it's, real, it's a quick hours a hop, to get skip, here. and jump over. Hop, it's skip, and jump. Issue. We're just, you know, we're we're cold here, too. Like, if you don't like heat, we're very cold here. It's nice. Except it's going up to the 40s now, but, you know, it is what it is. Some bull crap. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. I won't take any much of your time. Andrew, you've been on What's the Biz? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Andrew, you're doing okay, though? Like as a person, yeah. <laughs> like Ultimately, a- I'm in a much better place than I was earlier in the year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm doing all right. Oh, I'm holding up. That's the thing. We haven't talked since like the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah. Like the, the my I got laid off from my job before we talked yep. again. Wow. Yep. This year went. This was a long year, but at the same time, it went by really fast. Yes. Yeah. Very much agree with that. Yeah. Very true. We should. I don't know. I, I it it was that weird. Like, yeah, because everything felt like it was so much, and then every week was dragging because I was dealing yeah. with the anxiety of this thing or that yeah. thing. But also, before I knew it, it was like three months later. Yeah, yeah exactly. I want to get you and Travis from uh, Rainbow Road. I want to get both of you on, maybe nearing the end of this year, just to go over how did twenty twenty three go. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll I, do a recap. A recap Let, episode. Because I haven't spoke to Travis. Like he tried to go yeah, it's back been a while. to Yeah, he went back to Rainbow Road, did one episode, maybe two episodes, and then dropped off. I don't know where he went. 
But yeah. I know he's out of the show business now. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's been a bit. We're gonna plan that. We're gonna see if we can do it. We can. We're gonna see if we can pull it off. But Andrew Orsi, thank you for coming on. What's the biz? Thank you for having me. Of course. It's always so nice to be here. It. I. I miss the days where we talked about. Hey, you know what? Andrew Orsi is actually the third host of Games and Groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I miss. Once those. upon a time. When we were younger, as in two years ago. <laughs> hey, you know what? So much a lot's happened. Yes. Honestly, yeah. Years. Oh my god, yeah. All right, we'll we'll circle back to that. But Andrew Orsi, uh, again, December third, where at? The Green Room Forty Two in New York City. Hooray! Whoop, whoop. If you're in New York and you want to be my friend, you should go there. Otherwise, you're not my friend anymore. You're banned from this podcast. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, got him. <laughs> And your uh, Christmas album will come out sometime in December. Sometime. Yes. Because that's as much commitment as I'm willing to give at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, because if you don't know about it, it's like getting getting it distributed, um, it's it's not fun, especially when you have covers. It's yeah. just a fun time. Yeah. Andrew, thank you again for coming on. Please listen to Black to Gold. I will have the links in the description of this podcast the podcast so please check them out they're much better musicians than i am so you're forced to now okay yeah but also listen to adam's single it just came out it did 34th street it's it's great oh did you listen it's all to about it? santa absolutely i listened to it are you kidding me yeah <laughs> uh, that's actually uh audio clippings from the original miracle on 34th street like the 1940s the only good one you know? oh yeah. yeah oh the correct one the yeah, correct yeah. one yes 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 well andrew thanks again we we had a blast here um i don't watch gilmore girls okay well uh andrew sign us off now hey you get out of here now you scamps bye <laughs>